0: we are only as good as how we're developed right? Well yes and no. We've come so far in the past five years in learning new ways to motivate, innovate, and stimulate the desire to be challenged and most importantly feel valued and make those around us to feel valued. Programs like the Maine Force Development Program which consists of both O's and E's, the Innovation Program led by Lieutenant Colonel Jack Decker, These are the types of things that promote change and self-identify organically, by the way, what we can do to progress. If there's one thing for certain, it's an exciting time to be a maniac. I'm Master Sergeant Andy Sinclair, and this is episode 53 of the Maniac Radio Show. Chief Master Sergeant Stan Niederowski is sitting here with me, and he's got some things to say. And we're excited to hear from our new wing command chief. Okay, let's do this thing. Uh, thanks for doing this. I know it's kind of last minute. I asked you literally yesterday if you could do this. <laughs> no uh, problem. But, uh, but yeah, so big big weekend coming up. What's, what's going on this weekend? Uh, we do have a big weekend coming up. We've
1: got uh, a change of responsibility uh, ceremony going on on Saturday. And that's uh, going to commemorate, if you will, uh, chief Cody taking over as the state command chief for Chief Osgood, and then myself taking over for Chief Osgood as the wing command chief. So, you know, kudos to Chief Osgood for the last 12. Geez, must be six months or so plus, dual hatting in that position, or those positions, and uh, so that'll be uh, a big time thing for us this weekend. And then even bigger to me, of course, is uh, Chief Osgood's retirement, uh, commemorating 33 plus years of service out here, mostly as a DSG right up until he became the, the wing command chief. Uh, he finally got on as uh, uh, an AGR then. And then on uh, S- Sunday, we've got a uh, culmination of uh, Colonel Karen Nichols' career, 20 years plus, as down at the med group, all the whole time down there as a drill status guardsman. And uh, she'll be turning over the range to Lieutenant Colonel uh, Howard Jones.
0: Is she Is she a doctor on the outside? She's a PA, I believe, on the side. And he's a, is he a doctor? He is. He is, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Jones. Yeah, Dr. Jones. I forget about that nickname. Yeah, yeah. So with this weekend, um, with your ceremony with Chief Osgood, that's not, is that a change of responsibility? It's what
1: they've called it, that change of responsibility. We're just going to assume, the the way we're going to play it off, again, it's, to our knowledge, never been done before, where you have uh, one person relinquishing The state and the the wing command chief positions at the same time so uh chief osgood came up with a great idea of doing this all at once so we're gonna have the tag and we're gonna have colonel bros up on stage chief osgood's gonna go up there and relinquish his responsibility and then chief cody and myself are gonna assume responsibility and and then uh we'll uh we'll get up there and give our speeches as to our our vision of the way ahead for our positions for the next few years and uh, then we'll roll right into Chief Osgood's retirement.
0: Not to take away from um, Doc Jones or from Colonel uh, Jones or, or Colonel Nichols' limelight, but um, yeah, I want to know more about what what this is like for you for your your ceremony. What's it? What's is this? Uh, what's it like for you in this new position? Oh, the new position for me is exciting.
1: I mean, because because the way I'm looking at it is a nice evolution of my career because I've always been people centric and I. I blame my mom and my beautiful wife, Trish, for that because um, over the years, I've always thought of myself as a bit of an introvert, and you kill or be killed, I guess, as they say, or you know if you can't beat them, join them. Trish and my mom were always great at being people, per- persons, and uh, I've kind of adopted that, I guess, over the years, and and so that's my main focus is that you know I, I love being around everybody out here. I love being involved with everybody out here at, at, in any capacity that I can be. And so to get to this position is to me the culmination of, of that type of position of that, of that part of my career. So, uh, I'm going to jump in with both feet and do my best for the next few years for this wing and very right here, the maniac family. And, uh, see where we can take it
0: and well you come from a unique background anyway because you were uh first of all you started off active duty right and right. and and uh and you not only were you active duty but you happen to be lucky enough to be active duty in this state back right when we right. had an active duty component right. here right. so uh you know you know and then and then you joined the guard and it wasn't you know since i've been in you know and, and growing up with, you know, you worked with my dad for a long time, but you know, you seeing you were in calm and you were kind of in the, one of those positions where not everybody, including myself, even to this day, really know what guys like you do in those positions, but I just know it gets done and it it gets done well what do they call that? Kind of like the back behind the scenes kind of, kind of, kind of things. A lot of the same thing with the maintainers. Like you just know they do really, really well because the jets are flying. Right. You know, so if I pick up a radio or a phone, I know that comms doing what, well. you know, doing, <laughs> well keep, keeping, exactly. us stay, keep, keeping us, keeping us taken care of. Yeah. Right. So, so to see, like you just said, kind of stepping out of your, I guess in a way, your comfort zone because you're, because of your, your, um, your personal life influences or influencers. Right. Um, that's, that's pretty cool because you, you are, I can't think of a more contrasted uh, position or a contrasted scenario where you go from being where you were in COM uh, behind the scenes to now you are you're the highest ranking enlisted member of our wing, which is awesome. And you represent us. You represent all of the enlisted force in, in the wing um, to make sure we're taken care of and that sure. our needs are met. Yeah. But I've heard stories, you know, again, partially because I have family that you've worked with up, up in COM um, and then obviously word of mouth from other people as well. I've heard stories about, um, you know, how you. um, I think people just kind of gravitate toward you and guys like you and and Tony, um, that that for questions or advice and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to name names, but you and I were talking about somebody earlier about, hey, should I go buy this car? And what what do you think about it? And you 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 took the time to help them out, which is something very which is very first, Sergeant E. Thing. That's a very first sure, sure sure sure. Yeah, type yeah, thing. Well yeah. So t- the next step to me would be a chief or or, or a command chief. So that's huge. So right. you got to be excited and I nervous. Am excited, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to your
1: point, I mean, it. We've always, you know, Tony McPherson and myself and several of the folks up in Com have uh, always had that that feeling of going around the base that we love that part of the job. We, we love the idea that we were able to get out and about and get into every building. And we've literally been in every shop and, and building on this wing over the past 20 plus years that, that Tony and I have both been here. And again, there's, there's all kinds of folks up in there that do the same thing that we did. And, we followed that path of that was laid out before us Ken Fox went off and became a chief from calm. Uh, we like to, uh, and a, and a first sergeant, we like to lay claim to him, even though he did a lot of years in maintenance and like that. And now he's doing great things down in NGB. And then Tony went off and became a shirt and I saw what he was doing with it. And, and I noticed from him and Chet noise and Jeremiah Delisle, and I could go on and on chief Osgood, mm, you know, chief now. Moore, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Trina Neto, mm-hmm. Kim Lander, you, to name yeah. a few, mm-hmm. Carl Tang, man, holy cow. I mean, all these folk, these influences that we've had over these years. Um, and we, we just saw what they were doing with that position. And, and for both of us, for the longest time, never saw ourselves in that position. We just thought we'd be the calm guys that went out and had a good time doing the job and got to know people. And, and then, it, again, it was the next logical evolution to us after we kind of had our eyes open. You get that, um, you know, I've heard it, from several folks, you get that shoulder tap. And it doesn't matter whether it's to be assured or whatever it is, but sometimes when you're you know, you're know, in your comfort zone and people see another path for you and give you that shoulder tap, hey, have you thought about being a first sergeant? Have you thought about being on the honor guard or going down to NGB for a tour or, or something like that? Or you were a security forces for a long time and kind of always had your eye on the prize of PA but then finally took that the, leap of faith, if you will, and yeah. then pulled the trigger. So, yeah, yeah. so...
0: Well, that's and that's. I think that that's something that gets lost in translation sometimes. Is uh, is the fact that um, you know, I'm, if I'm a if I'm an airman, you know, I may or may not be a part of the main air guard, but just just in general, um, that and if I'm disgruntled or if I'm not happy or I feel like I'm sitting in some stagnant water that's that's or treading water, you know, for too long, that I might get discouraged and I might just say the only option I have is to get out or to transfer units or but i think some people don't um, people don't often sit back and say i have opportunities to um, to transition and and to cross train into right. other fses because maybe they think the position maybe it's just too hard i that they're, they're starting over sure. and yeah obviously it's some work but to step outside your comfort zone like what we was saying like what you've kind of done with it, that's uh, that's huge and it's going to influence for everybody else that that's a big you know that's a big that's a big thing, especially where you've been. You were you've been in conference a lot, right? Yeah. Right, and you
1: hope to influence some people by they see people t- taking chances. You know that, that that's a that's an unintended benefit of, of doing these types of things. And you know we've got you know over the past couple of years, and, and kind of shift gears a little bit if you don't mind, Andy is is you know we've had some leadership here. You know, uh, Chief Pierre and then Chief Moore and Chief Osgood in this position, in this command chief position, that have recognized. And, and talked with other leaders on base, enlisted Dan officer, that, hey, if we had a way ahead for folks, a roadmap, a guide, whatever you want to call it, and that's where the, the impetus of the force development program, the main force development program, came from. And so that's something that I know Chief Osgood came on and talked with you about yeah. it. And, you know, we're hitting the ground pretty good with this. I, I sometimes like to say we're, we're learning to run before we can walk because we have to take a couple steps back when we recognize things aren't, working or think could be better. And we've had some great input from some senior leaders around the base and some folks that are on the team, uh, new wise that have come onto the team, Jeremiah Delisle, John Dickinson, and, and uh, you know, just to name a couple. And, and they've come on and Chris Labonte and they've come on with some great ideas for us. And so we've stepped back and we're going to re-engage, but this force development program gives folks that might be sitting out there. um, It's going to give them a way to reach those goals that they have, and oh, by the way, if you're in the middle of your career and you find that things aren't going exactly like you say, you're treading water or just making do, if you will. Here's some avenues to other things: mm-hmm. First Sergeant Honor Guard, Ados, and Stat Tours down at NGB, going down to JFHQ. That all these things are there are, are opportunities out there that people just don't know about. You know, we talked earlier about Mike Guthrie going down and being prepared. Number one having all the boxes checked for the prerequisites, you know, senior enlisted joint PME 1 and 2, you know, NCOA senior, and all these things that, you know, that, that he had to have done. And then he was able to take advantage of a, an opportunity to be on the beta program for command chief, Master Sergeant Maurice Williams, um, senior enlisted enhancement course. And it's a brand new course that he's going to start offering a few times a year to folks. And we had a seat from each state, and, and Mike Guthrie got that from the security forces and went and represented us very well. Came back with some great information, and he's actually going to come and talk to the force development program as to how that might dovetail into our program that's from cool. that program. So, yeah, stuff like that's out there, so people should be aware, and hopefully this force development program will make things like that more, more uh in the limelight, if you will.
0: Well, it, sh- it shows people that they're that y- you guys are thinking about other ways to to um to help to help the rest of us move forward. Like it, sh- it, it, it <clears throat> to me, it shows me that you guys care, which is huge, oh, and it's going to help with retention. It's going to help with recruiting because then I then I turn around and talk about it with somebody and say, "Hey, yeah, did you know the the, the organization that I've worked for for 15 years." they care about me. Right. That's
1: exactly what we want people to know because we do care. And, 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 and in the, the, you know, the word nepotism always seems to have like a negative connotation, but out here it's, it's huge and it's awesome. And to your point, your dad was out here, your brother's out here. You've been out here for a long time now. And that's the kind of thing we want to perpetuate and, and, and the more, and, and, and not just family, family, but you know, your friends that are considered family, you know, yeah. that, that you can get the word to that we're out here and we're making it happen and we do care and and are great opportunities out here. We've got uh, we've got some junior officers involved on the team and, and in the program out there right now. Um, we've got uh, Major Ryan Wing that's on the team. Um, you know, we've got Colonel Gillis as well involved. And and this is bought in from all the way from the top down. I and mean, we've got General Mishu is is kind of almost the owner of this program i mean he's is he's got he's in his welcome letters in the package that the person gets when they first um join the program and uh you know you you may have a chief and a lieutenant and a staff sergeant as your mentors on the program so i mean that's the cool thing about it and and it's it's uh flexible and 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 customizable if you will we've had some folks that said hey to me, after we met with them in their mentoring vectoring session, and they said, "Hey, to me it would make better sense for me and my path forward that I may I should have a DSG officer as a mentor." Hey, great idea! let you know that's something that we maybe we didn't think of or we didn't th- know you'd be open to. So that's that's huge. So yeah, officers are more than welcome, and uh, yeah, we've got a few on the team and a few that are in the program right now. Because again, we're in the beta part of it. We've got like twenty-ish people. Um, clients, if you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we're we're getting them going. And we've met with almost all of them. There are a couple that we're trying to close the loop on, but scheduling and stuff like that with how busy everybody is and the break in the, the, the July schedule uh, made it a little bit more difficult. But we're closing that out, and then we're hoping to open it up um, late fall, early next year, maybe for, for, for like an open season for other people to join and get in on this because, again, it's stuff that's out there that's always been out there. That you know, even when you came up through Andy, that that if something like this had been out there, you, you would have might have you know you've
0: gotten to where you are and you've done a great job, but it might have made that path a little bit more clear. I've actually I was just talking about this to somebody recently about how in security forces you know um, you know 15 years ago, one of the things that kind of stands out in my mind when I think when I look back and reflect on that time is that once a year, um, yeah, about once a year. You were no matter what rank you were. And so at the time I was an E three, I would go. You had you were scheduled to go in and talk with the commander. <clears throat> I forget what that's called. Were you going? I'd, I'd talk to you as my commander. You'd sit down and say, Andy, what are your goals, and how can I get help you get to those goals? Um, that was cool. I remember I mean, that really stands out in my mind. To sit back and say, okay, well, in five years I want to be here, and ten years I want to be here. And then the colonel would say, "Okay, well, let's let's work on this, and let's try and do this. Maybe you should go do your CCF. Maybe you should start running more and get get your butt out on the track or whatever." Um, <clears throat> so I thought that was pretty neat. But to go back to what you were saying about officers being on the main force development program is it kind of a mouthful? Is it? it is uh, is <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, that's I think that's that's a big deal too because um, speaking from the point of a or a perspective from an enlisted member, you know. We'll take the DOC survey, for example. Um, You know, the commanders and and, and chiefs and supervisors will get up and they'll talk about the importance of the DOC survey and that everybody should participate to get your voice heard and potentially make some changes in the future. Uh, You know, so that's a good example because you have both O's and E's invested and involved in promoting it. Uh, If you have just one or the other, in my opinion, sometimes you might think that... uh, that yeah you know chief gnarowski and chief Osgood or chief cody could get up and talk about hey this is the importance of this program right. program a but if you don't have if you're not hearing that from your top top leadership you know the brass essentially you may think is it going to any, go anywhere is it going to go anywhere is it what's it really mean but it, so if you have young officers it will be our leaders someday um and those commanders Positions and roles, and you have current commanders in those roles that are vested into this program that you guys have. I think that's huge, and it says a lot to. That would say a lot to me if if I was a new airman, or or, or even now, if I went in and said, "Holy crap, General Mishus in on this, Colonel Gillis is in on this, Major Wing, who's a young officer, is in on this." That's huge,
1: and that's and that's how we pitched it. And that's and that's you know when uh, Chief Wildsgood, you know, really got the ball rolling on this. I mean, they 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 had. Uh, you know, done like a pre-launch a couple of times, if you will, in a couple the past couple of years. And then it uh, it stalled once or twice, but never died because it was something that a lot, so many people believed in, to your point. and And it was senior leadership that really got behind it and made it happen and helped make it happen for us. And, uh, you know, and we had, like you say, the O and the E side, both. so And that's huge. And, again, not to, re, you know, to beat a dead horse on it, but we've got... You know several junior officers that are involved with the team, and we've got several junior officers that are involved from the from being involved in the program as as mentees, if you will. And uh, we've even you know we've got we've got a chief that's on the team that's one of our mentees. You know he was part of the program, part of the beta program that he was in the eligibility group, if you will, when they opened it up. And he said, "Hey, I would love to be on this to see." You know, here I am, I've I've made chief, but what else is there up for me? I've I've been pretty uh, single-minded right now and and single, um, you know, soul-centric on what he's been doing for the past however many years. And uh, you know, I'd like to see what else is out there for me. So now we've got a path forward to what his goals and aspirations are for for him. So, and, just, I, and I think that's great. Just
0: don't let him talk to Lieutenant Steven' until try and convince him to commission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a huge leap of faith. You talk a about what? taking a leap of faith. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. he took it. That was a huge reset button for him. Yeah, and I would exact, say so. And kudos to him for doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's awesome.
0: Um, so, other than you know, continuing the legacy that that Chief Osgood has kind of laid out. What are some other What are some other goals that, that you have that you foresee, uh, you putting on your plate for the next couple sure. Of years? Sure.
1: Well, the main force development programs. Uh, one of the huge things that I because force development for me is is how we get our people and keep our people. So that's one of the big things for me. And then uh, an, another one is uh, I've always been big again getting back to the because being people centric is the wellness of our people, and and. You know, because we need them to be ready. We need to be ready at almost a moment's notice. And so that, to me, that's physically, mentally, spiritually, all-encompassing in that. So, you know, letting them know that we care and that we have programs that can help with whatever it is. Because it might just be something as simple as, you know, We've talked about the, the Maniac to Maniac program where, you know, uh, that's out of Drew's office and it's a team of volunteers from around the base that have talents or even just a strong back like me that, you know, that's my best talent is that, hey, I can come help you move something or whatever. But, you know, we've got programs like that. And so that helps people be ready and uh, anything like that. And then another one is uh, innovation. I know we talk about innovation, and it's all over the map with it. And um, Colonel Decker does a great job of running as our innovation officer and uh, running that program. And we've got some great, great ideas from all around the base. And But me, to me, innovation is beyond just the fact that we've got some, some forward-thinking people. We've got people that are, you know, like I think it's pretty incredible that we've got cutting-edge technology fixing 60-year-old-plus jets out there, you know, with the 3D printing and... The water jet over there in the machine shop, but then we've got like folks using um, thirty-plus-year-old technology in COM, which is ancient in the COM world. Keeping our C2 communications, you know, on the leading edge, if you will. So uh, that that's innovation all in its purest form all the way around. So innovation is is going to be a, a, one of the big things that I'm going to target, and but it's from all aspects. So
0: well, we talked about like you know in regards to the main force development program, enabling essentially it's enabling um, our you know your your airmen um, and and officers, airmen in general. <clears throat> but innovation those kind of go hand in hand because you're you're also enabling. Right. I mean, you're enabling me to just come up with ideas. And if I have an idea, it's no longer, sh- you know, sh- you know, not that it ever was, but it, there was, it's no longer shut up in color. It's more like, Hey, here are the crayons, you right. draw what you want to draw. And exactly. Give it yeah. To me.
1: It's well said. It's, it's that mindset of, of like you said, back when I was a young guy, you came in and it shut up in color and Hey, if you had a great idea, we'll talk about it afterwards. But you know, right now
0: it's just, and then I'll make it mine.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> but nowadays it's like, Hey, why are we doing this? Hey, okay, we're doing it, and this is why. But I think there's a better way. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's talk about that. And that's how the the Chris looks, you know, over the machine shop with this three D technology. I know we that's one seems to be one of our 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 hot buttons right now, and it should be because that that's huge for us, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to possibly make make our own parts for these jets once they're approved to keep these planes flying rather than have to to you know. Some of them are obsolete, so when you have to try to go get a contract with the manufacturer, sometimes they just say no, you're, right. you're stuck. So yeah, so that's that's gonna be huge for us.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, have you have you guys had a big uh, Have you guys had a big turnout like other than the the machine shop and like I know security forces has come up with a. Um, a couple of innovative, yeah, their ninja as well.
1: program. That's going to be huge for us, right? That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, any has there been quite a, like quite a few inquiries on on other other projects? Or there are
1: other projects coming down the pike that it, that uh, you know I'm semi aware of, but the biggest ones right now are the ninja and the the uh, the uh, um, the 3D mm-hmm. printing uh, project, and then uh, we do have one out there right now that I think is going to be great for us, and it's it's innovative in the sense that it's it's going to be you know, a, a time saver for folks, and a, and a, and it's going to save man hours, if you will, because the, we're we're looking into getting a, um, a community outreach KC one thirty five um, simulator that's going to be able to go out with the recruiters or just another team that might have access to it to go out into the community and and uh, show folks this and what we do, and they can get behind the wheel, if you will. And, uh, you know, so that'll be a, a big tool for us, a recruiting tool. And, and, and again, part of the innovation project and, and process. That's
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I know we've, we've had Colonel Dicker in here talking about it, yeah. the process and how it works. And, you know, um, I just hope, you know, we could try and encourage everybody to, to come up with their ideas and, and get them in. You know, because, like I said before, sometimes, and you know, going back to the Deox thing or to, uh, to, to really – that nervousness barrier between between young airmen and their leadership, you know, I'm, it's it's kind of cool because you almost kind of seeing that you see that dwindle away a little bit. Where it it's is dissipating.
1: No, that's a great way to yeah. You're yeah. saying it's dwindling. That's a great way to put it because, you know, I remember as a young i I didn't know yeah. who my wing commander was yeah. when I was acting And if dude. you saw him, you'd be you saw him he, yeah, yeah. You, you, you were scared to death. And if you had to go see him, you better be scared to death. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? Okay.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. I could see that being. Um, you know, and that's that was my that was a big that was a big learning curve coming up here. It Was right. like you know, as a staff sergeant, every time Chief Peer would walk in, or um, you know, Colonel Young, or, or, or at the time Colonel Farnham right. com- would come in, it was like, uh oh. But yeah, then I quickly yeah. learned, I had to learn that it was you know that that was just a, a common occurrence. Right. But I think in order to, and you guys, you know, it's it's neat to see the change because in order to change, you're going to need that that culture change where it's if you want to progress, you've got to, um, you've got to take these innovative ideas, You've got to help these airmen and show them that you do care and that they do matter. And they're going to feel valued because they are.
1: What it's set up to do is, is to make that person be the best, whatever it is they want to be, Mm -hmm. their goal, um, to help them get there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it, you know, Chief Chief Osgood likes to use the the analogy that when he came in, he wanted to be the best maintainer slash crew chief that we had in the main guard and and possibly the the, guard, the air guard period, mm-hmm. and you know that that was his goal. And hey, we're here to help you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the, the the program's not strictly for whatever he thinks is the rock stars that are going on to, to be the command chief or the wing commander or Mm -hmm. whatever you know it's it's their goal it's their their uh, you know and we're going to help them make it that an attainable goal for them here's your here's your path here's some mentors to help you out we assign you three mentors that's customizable again like i alluded to before that you know hey it makes more sense to me to have this person or that person or at least that position be a a a mentor for me and hey we'll help you out with that and we'll get you going down the right path and, and, and to lay it out. Mm. Cause again, like we talked about a little bit before Andy is that, you know, even in your time, you know, when you came on and definitely in my time, you, you, you know, you had people that helped you along the, of the way for sure, but here's a program that gives you everything right in front of you. And it's not, um, it's, it's not a time drag, because it's all stuff that, you know, you've got mentors and, and supervisors and leaders in your in your life that are doing these things anyway. But now is, here's just it all in one package, Yeah, literally. So that's that's helpful, I think, for sure.
0: So with programs like the Maine Forest Development Program, um, there's really no excuses. Like I, I could come in and, and say, hey, chief, what do you, what do I need to do? Like, what do I need to do to do this? And this is my idea, but can you help? Maybe you could tailor it a little bit and say, no, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should clap a class, Andy, instead of going full out and, and trying to get a do an a, a eight-week course or a six-week course. Um, and then at the end of the day, if I don't do that and then I don't reach that goal, we can both sit back and say, well, we said this. We talked about this, and you didn't do it. It's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, well, I have a dirty kitchen because I didn't clean the dishes. <laughs> it's like, if you want a clean kitchen, you got to clean the dishes. Right. So um, that's cool. I think that's huge, and I think that I think that um, everybody should take advantage of it, or at least look into it, especially now that we've had how many people have you had? I don't know Nina went through right, and yeah, yeah,
1: Nina Z's gone through it, and again, they're they're in the midst of it right now. We've we've got uh, everywhere, you know, uh, Nina Z's in it. Uh, we've got young Jack Henry Decker up in calm. He's, he's brand new to us and he he jumped right in the program. Uh, staff Sergeant Dan lands in the program, chief Nate is in the program. And he was the one I alluded to before. He's, he's, uh, as, as, uh, Colonel Stroop put it, he's not only, you know, he's a, not only on the team, but he's a client. Mm. And, uh, so, so yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. That's but, awesome. So yeah. So, he, and, uh, and he came into his vectoring meeting and, and with, Eyes wide open and, and just ready to, to take it all in, and because you know he's had a stellar career and he's in a well-deserved position, but he he's looking for more and he wants to know what else he can do, and here's here's what I aspire to do, and we're helping to help lay out a, a good path for him to, to at least have the, the, the path to it.
0: Well, he'll be, he'll, yeah, I can, yeah, he'll be in your position someday. I, I can only imagine yeah, I, I, he's great. He, yeah. He's young, agreed. he's younger, yeah. you know, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's already working at the regional level, right? right that's what he's right, doing. Right. So that's, and that's what he, he said. He
1: said, Hey, yeah. look, I'm, I've been a firefighter and I've been safety now. And, and so I, I, I like to know, you know, how can I get
0: into I think he was here. He was an active duty loadmaster. So I think too. He was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's been, Yeah, he's only forty. I think he's forty. I don't want to give the secrets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's (laughs) something we can't talk about. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I appreciate it, chief. Is there anything you want? Is there anything else you want to add? Any any kind of charge?
1: Yeah, well, I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm, you know, looking forward to the next few years plus. Um, Super humbled and 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 grateful for where I'm at. And uh, doors wide open. I know that's a cliche sounding thing, but the door is literally wide open. I love to see people come through the door, love to help the folks out with whatever it is they might, you know, hey, if it's just, if you need to know where finance is, hey, I know where finance is. If you need to know what the next step is on how to get down to an ADOS or a stat tour, let's talk about it. So, yeah, wide open for that. Um, Force development, innovation, and the wellness of our folks are all huge to me. Those are going to be my big rocks. You'll hear it again on Saturday in my little speech at the change of responsibility. I'll elaborate a little bit more and uh, appreciate your time. It's going to be at building 499. It's going to be semi outside. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see as many people can show up as as possible. What time, sir? It's at uh, 1300 for the change of responsibility. And again, it's a separate ceremony because we're not overshadowing chief of retirement, Mm. but it, it... technically rolls right into his uh, cool. his retirement ceremony right after that. So yeah.
0: That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, Chief. Thanks a lot. Pleasure being we'll, here. we we'll would do this again. Absolutely. All right, sir. Again, congrats to the three Chiefs, Chief Osgood, Chief Cody, and our guest today, Chief Nudorowski, on their accomplishments. Congrats to Colonel Nichols and Colonel Jones on their new endeavors as well. Have a safe and happy drill. Be on time. Check in on your coworkers, see how they're doing. As Chaplain Michu used to say, be nice to people. You never know what kind of day they're having. That's it. Goodbye, everybody.